You are now listening to the Blueprint Pod. Get ready for another exciting episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Blueprint Pod. I am your host, Ray Roots, and today I have the most special guest, and that guest is my co-host and co-founder and friend, M.I. Visuals. How are you, bro? It's a nice sentiment, but it makes no sense because I'm not a guest, so shut up. But, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. You know me. Uh, I've been complaining, but I can't complain. <laughs> what you been complaining about? I've been complaining about life, man. <laughs> So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and avoid that today because today is the season finale. Uh, I'm, I want to talk about the nice things that have happened during the season and a lot of positive uh, experiences or uh, networks that we've kind of built since we've started. Uh, yeah, eighteen. That's crazy to think about. That we're this is the season finale. This is it for at least a little while, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So eighteen episodes since December the first, we've dropped every single week. Which is, I, I would say, is, is pretty pretty impressive for us. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm impressed with us. Like, yeah, I knew going into it that we had to be consistent, and I expected us to be it. But I didn't like expect like nothing to go wrong in in that regard. Like, what do you I mean? didn't I didn't expect us to drop 18 episodes in a row. I, I thought yeah. that somewhere along the road we'll, we'll we'd miss one week or something, but that never yeah. happened. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's always some kind of mishap, some kind of delays, uh, and it's not just a, a, the episode, not even the 18 episodes or an episode a week. It's every single Monday we've dropped it. That's uh, yeah. every Monday at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. <laughs> UK time. Yeah, so like that's one thing I'm impressed about because we stuck to that from start to finish. Yeah, uh, even the days where you were recording at I don't know, you said 2 a.m. or something. Yes. By yourself. So you still dropped it at 4 a.m. So like I'm really I'm really proud of that man. Uh, because we in the beginning when I when I said we should like when we kind of agreed on doing podcasts, um I was thinking it's gonna be less like less maintenance than the videos. Right. Um in terms of like producing them, finding that's, guests, editing. That's not them. true though. Nah, I'm saying my expectation before we even started because I remember like doing my old podcast. I don't know. It just felt like I don't know. It felt a bit easier. I don't know why. Yeah, it felt easier. But it, maybe it's because my old podcast was about books. So I always had a topic to talk about every single week. So right. like it was fixed. So, but with this one, it's like we have to think of topics on the go all the time, and yes. and and find guests that suit those topics or. If we find a guest first, we have to think of topics that suit the guests. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's been a lot more difficult than I would say in terms of just the production side of things, in terms of producing the actual podcast itself. Definitely. Mm. Like the amount of DMs that we've sent and with no replies. I know at least for me, and I know you've done it too. Like like there's been weeks where, where like the day before we're supposed to record, I'm like, yo, we don't have anyone. And then someone pops out out of nowhere or we have to do it ourselves like like yeah. it was a lot more hectic than i expected it to be mm-hmm. I, I i'd say that for sure and I, I remember my old podcast i feel like that was easier too like yeah it was way you, easier why do you feel like that no in my old podcast i just sat down with my friend and we just talked like we had like mm. an idea of what we wanted to talk about but like the contents i think with the exception of like one or two episodes Everything was just all right. This is what we're going to talk about. Let's just sit down and just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And because I sat across him in the same room and and like I had good chemistry with him, I think it it was so easy. But you and I, we don't we don't we live so far away from each other. Yeah. Our like our chemistry is good, and I think people have told us that as well. But yeah. but just the fact that we're not in the same room and <laughs> and like I can't you can't look at me in the eyes and say all right, you're handling the production on this episode. Like everything has to be coordinated and we have to go at, like the extra mile to ensure that everything is coordinated and perfect because we can't just call up like as if you live next door to me. Mm-hmm. It's true. And also like my old podcast, for example, all my guys were local to me, but I was I think I was the only one working nine to five. So everyone else had time to also chip in with edits. I, I had a team of four at the time when I was five. So like everyone could edit and it was easy enough. So I could I could say right, I'm, I'm not, even with that even in terms of actually appearing on podcast. If I wasn't available, then the others could just step in without me, you know, and vice versa. But with this one, <laughs> we've always got to be there, <laughs> be there, yeah. be square. So it's funny, man. But uh, I've enjoyed it so far. Overall, what's your what's your experience of it? 
honestly, it was at first after we started doing the podcast. I don't know if you remember it. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't want to do the YouTube thing because I, I enjoyed this so much. Really? Yeah, I was like, you know, I I think I even I even said something like we should push the uh, we should push the launch date or we should we should push uh, videos like twice a month so we can focus on this. And I think you like that was before I uploaded anything. Mm-hmm. And like I I really enjoyed just talking about creative stuff and then also talking to different types of creatives. Mm-hmm. Like just the the sheer difference in personalities that we've had on. Like, yeah, we had someone who travels for a living. We have someone who lives in a van and does superhero shoots, and mm-hmm. like we had programmers and linguists, and like we have so many different people. With variety on. for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. We just tidied it up just before we started recording. Eleven guests out of eighteen episodes, which is pretty impressive because like we just started this with new like. Ray's got uh, uh, like he's built up a decent social media following over the years, but he's he's talked about it before. Like in terms of engagement, you'd like that, to build on that a bit more. And right. same for me. Um, and a lot of people when they start these kind of runs and stuff, they usually have something to to like. As a, they usually have a platform to step off on. Um, but with this, it was like it's it basically starting from scratch. Which we're still like in the infancy of this whole brand. Four months in now. Yeah, but uh, when you start it from scratch, you don't expect to get guests. Like when I'm like reaching out to guests, I'm like we. I, I'm trying to always word it in a way that doesn't sound like we just started a podcast. But yeah. that's exactly what we did. <laughs> well, you have to be honest with them too, so they don't think like yeah. they have three thousand listeners or something. Yeah, exactly. So uh, like as soon as like the first thing I do is type. Uh, I started this podcast recently with my friend, and then I look at that. And I'm like, ah, would I, <laughs> would I, would I accept that? <laughs> so I always have to word it in a different way and, and try and hype them up a bit and give them a little, you know, give them a little smooching. <laughs> yeah, I, I've yeah. been there too. Yeah, now you you started the whole borrowing up, boy. You you were doing it. You really grinded on that in the beginning. That's what, that's what. <laughs> I would say that in the beginning, uh, you were really borrowing guests up differently. <laughs> Yo, I was like, I was you were scouting them for for a couple of weeks beforehand and, and interacting with them until you could <laughs> you could actually reach out to them. Uh, that's a real that was you know, Hansel and Gretel with the witch. Like, yeah, hey bro, <laughs> you know the, how, how's you your grandma? How's your grandma, bro? Is she good? All right, man. Cool. You want to hop on a podcast? Damn. True story. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, right? We need mm. a guest on. You know what's mm. funny? Like, our our podcast kind of, I think it adapted a little bit. Because at first, we we said to each other, we don't want guests every episode. We want it every other episode. Yeah. Or at least every other episode. Mm. But it, it was just so enjoyable to have people on and just the amount of knowledge that we gained and the amount of knowledge we could give to other people it kind of shifted the way that we we're doing our podcast mm-hmm. and it's interesting because a lot of these people are talking about like how they built their careers and uh, telling their stories uh, originally we called it i am legend the podcast uh, and that was just like you know the, the whole idea of being a legend and becoming a legend sorry mm. um uh, and it's interesting because we tr- try to also also push productivity stuff uh, on this channel and like habit building and stuff but when like we've read as much or consumed as much information about productivity and habit building and stuff like that we kind of reached a point where we're like we already heard it all right when we like hear it from other people uh, other guests that have totally like different experiences and hear how those stories built up in in such a way that like they always had a different perspective yeah. Uh, in terms of how they build their habits and stuff like i feel like that's really interesting because it really inspires me myself personally i'm not sure about you but i'm sure you do no like for, for one of the things i found very interesting is you know when you go to youtube and mm-hmm. they say stuff like five things that billionaire ceos do every day and yeah. like because of that i thought that everyone who were successful in their business i i thought that there was going to be like a pattern somewhere that something that everybody does that we can do too we can emulate it and then we can be successful but like people had like so many different journeys Mm -hmm. to to where they are now it's just like you know what you can make it in so many different ways i think for the most part the lesson i've learned is just to be consistent (laughs) right for sure literally that's the most common thing i've heard from all of them i would say be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. And it makes sense because habit building is about consistency. You can't have a habit without a consistent pattern. 
Um, so, like, that's the one thing I would say I've, I've learned from all the different guests we've had. Oh, for sure. Mm. Do you so remember? Would... Do you remember the duration we wanted to keep our podcast episode at? I think 30, 30 to forty-five minutes, right? Thirty to forty-five minutes. How many times do you think we achieved that? Twice. Twice, and that was the <laughs> that was the two episodes I did alone. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so you said that like you wanted to um focus more on podcast in the beginning that's before we even released anything uh since then like what's your what's been your experience then honestly uh i have i've dealt with like bur- creative burnout for a good minute uh like i do right now i do the hollywood breakdown videos on youtube mm-hmm. and and doing it is super enjoyable but sitting down and getting it done Mm-hmm. I'm just pushing that to the last minute every single week. You just dropped the episode two. So in my last in, in the last podcast episode or that you and I were in, even in the last episode that I recorded uh, with my cousin who's a teacher uh, working abroad, um, I spoke to him about my pattern of work. I, 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 I confessed that I had recorded on the day of release twice in a row. How's it been for you? <laughs> I've done that as well. I think I I think I was the one who did it first, right? And I messaged you. you yeah, said, then I was like, if Rick can do it, it's <laughs> <laughs> a bad influence. Yeah, next next uh, you're gonna be seeing me recording at seven p.m. and yeah, that is at eight p.m. <laughs> on the Friday. I'm just I'm like trying that day. I remember like trying like because I wasn't supposed to record it on the day. I was supposed to record it the day before, but yeah. all my batteries were dead. It. <laughs> all my batteries were dead. I, I I didn't think to check if my batteries had juice in it. I just assumed that they did, mm. and I I had to recharge them. And and the Sony MPF style batteries that I use for my camera, it just just takes forever to charge. Like it just takes so long. Mm. So I just decided to push it to the day of release. Yeah. And like I was sitting there at work, just trying like, how can I get out of work early? Like oh damn i have meetings till four how am i supposed to get it done but like mm. i don't know somehow i got it done mm. I, i'm really happy with the consistency side of things um yeah, i think too. both of us would like to, to be able to produce more high quality things but obviously with the constraint of time it's it's difficult i feel like i would personally say you've been achieving that with your hollywood breakdowns you've been achieving quite a high quality uh, like a high quality standard even though you say that you you, you do it very quickly and you, you're pretty much freestyling the whole thing without a script. I feel like you've been putting out a very high quality standard because I watch other like breakdown videos and stuff. Like I watched um, the Justice League Snyder Cut last week and then I watched the breakdown a couple of days ago. I think I sent it to you. And yeah. like yours wasn't too dissimilar from, from that. And I would say yours it went into even more detail in terms of you even went into Photoshop and you Photoshopped in like a jury uh, audience in the, in the court scene of the uh, When They See Us film. Right. And I was impressed with that. I was like, you're even showing how you blurred it out. And like, these are all steps that you're taking that's really emphasizing the breakdown. So I, I enjoyed that personally. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I like, I like doing videos. I would say now that I'm doing Hollywood breakdowns, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't get like the amount of joy that I get from doing Hollywood breakdowns. If I look at it from, from how happy I am from creating that content, if I have to say how I feel about the old content that I used to make about productivity and habit building, I hate that now. Like if you told me to sit down and make a video about building habits or or like how to talk to clients or whatever, I would shoot myself in the head. Like mm-hmm. I hate that stuff so much. And it <laughs> it bugs me that I haven't started doing this earlier. Yeah. Uh, w- would you say you'd ever delete that content? No, never. Really? Never. I, I still have videos from on my personal channel. I still have videos from like 2011 or 10 or 11, maybe even going back further to 2009, where I, I've just made the videos private. I, I, I think it's fun to go to look back at those things. Mm. Would you say you're a nostalgic person? If a what? Would you say you're a nostalgic person? Super nostalgic. Someone Super that likes to look nostalgic. back at everything, like the past, the pictures, and all that stuff. Yes, like I'd sit, I, I in my camera roll on my uh, on my phone, I have like fourteen thousand pictures and videos, and it mm. just goes back to two thousand thirteen. And on my Dropbox, I have stuff going back to two thousand and nine. Like I like to just sit and look at old videos and pictures, and even like old tweets and old posts on Instagram and stuff. I love that stuff. Mm. Interesting. Okay, so. 
uh, how would you say it's been going since then? Then, so we started the podcast, um, we released it, and then let, let's ignore the videos for now. We'll move back to videos a bit later on. But um, other than the guests, overall, how, what do you, what's your perception like at the moment of the podcast? Right now, I'm um like right now we're at the season finale, and mm-hmm. I have I don't think I've been like rarely have I been as proud of myself as I am at this point. Just really? just just from the fact that we are doing something that a lot of people can't do and that's that's producing content that lives up to a certain standard and also is consistent like and it's not like everything's been easy it's not like like everything's been great that we've always been available or we've always had time like no like you have freaking covid you know you had COVID and I got sick and I got issues yeah. to deal with and you had issues to deal with. Like, but we still came through. Like, it didn't matter what it was. I remember dealing with crazy personal issues, mm-hmm. but I was sitting in the middle of my personal issues recording a video for the blueprint. Mm. Like, I just, I, just, I just said, you know what? Life, time out. I'm going into my room and I'm going to record and I'm going to edit and upload and then I'll return to my problems. And how did you feel after uh, not good because I had to return to my problems. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was gonna this say something like I felt better or something. Relief. <laughs> no, not at all, man. Like just recording uh, the video was a, was like a pause from my personal stuff. But then after I finished and uploaded, it, I was like, ah, here we go, back to my personal issues. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, in, in the blueprint podcast, we try to be honest about how we feel. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like over the last few last few episodes, we've been a lot more open as well. Because that's something we said from the beginning. For me, this brand, I want to make it something where we're not showing ourselves off as, uh, as gurus or people that are perfect, because uh, we're obviously not. Um, and we we both of us are probably at big, like beginning to intermediate phases of our career. As much as we'd like to 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 try and deny that we're professionals, but we're not masters of our craft, and right. we're not like well into the industry. So you can't say you're intermediate, can you? Um, not really. Like that. Not so, business wise, at least. Maybe exactly. skill wise. Yeah, skill wise, but knowledge there's a lot wise. Of skillful people, you know, out there that that aren't. <laughs> yeah. Like, in those positions that can make money out of their their, their career at a high level because for sure they haven't built up the network or they're lacking something. So, like that's kind of something that I want to talk about before we even started this podcast. I was like clout or talent, and for yeah, me, yeah, we never got to that episode. We kind of ha- touched on it like throughout uh, different episodes, like the Z episode, um, the episode with um, the name episode with SG posters. We kind of like touched on like just networking and stuff like that, right? And, like all these opportunities that fall in, into place for a lot of, for those people that seem to be successful, they usually work towards that. It's not just luck. It's not just blind luck. Nah. They they work towards it in such a way that they're building their network and interacting with people on a genuine level, like engaging in communities and and making friends online, as we have between the two of us and and other right. people that that we also respect. But uh, it's it's not something like that blind luck is gonna get you, you know. Right. Um, what about yeah, you? How do you uh, feel? <clears throat> so <laughs> we're ending the season for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you touched on burnout a bit earlier on. Um, I've had a few, and I even released an Instagram carousel to do with burnout today. Uh, I've dealt with burnouts a lot over the years because I'm someone that's always been a pedal to the metal, pedal to the metal kind of guy. You know, I'm always someone that drives myself from zero to a hundred and then doesn't stop until I'm I'm physically finished. And I'm always like complaining to someone like Ray or another friend that I need a holiday or something like the word I need a break like it's kind of strong when you think about it but uh, I, I always kind of fall into those habits and only in the last couple of years I've been trying to break out of that and recognize that a bit more um, I talked about in the carousel today that, that the better thing to do is identify when you're the signs of the burnout first because that's when you can, can kind of tackle it head on first because if you don't uh, understand when your body is telling you your burnout is coming the burnout will come and you won't be prepared for it and then you'll be right. suffering for a while so now like when i feel like signs of burnouts i try to step away from things a bit quicker i try to uh, relax a bit more and think about why i want to do things a bit more and then usually it eases my mind a bit um, but sometimes obviously you don't have a choice but yeah a lot of the time 
since we've started this, I've been declining uh, commissions and stuff. But every now and then, people have like been smooching me up or buttering me up as Aram does to, uh, as Ray does to his uh, to the guests um, <laughs> to the point where I can't say no. So I I end up saying yes, and then even though we, we've talked about saying no before, but yeah, I end up saying yes because I just feel bad if I don't. Um, for example, my sister uh, and my mother-in-law both have a fashion business right now, which I'm, I'm really proud of them. Uh, and I, I would like to help them in an ideal world. If I could, I'll be the full-time graphic designer or something, but I can't. Mm. Um, but they do need help, like video shoots and other things like that, uh, photo shoots. And I, when I say yes to them, I'm, I'm, I'm committing out of my heart. But obviously, that means that my other, that's a portion of my time that's going to be taken that I'm never going to get back. Right. And then also another local... A community project came up recently. Who, uh, a good friend of mine runs it, and they asked for a video shoot and graphics, and that ended up. So, I in the beginning I wasn't even going to take money, but when I saw like how big the project was going to be, I was like, I, I'm not going to do this without without taking money. Um, so eventually, we agreed on on a, on a um, package, but it was still more of a charity thing for me than it was. A professional job you know right uh, so like it was a decent amount but i still i even bring in a friend to help me with with the video shoot that we did so that ended up being uh something we split in half well i, I took most of it but we split it in between the two of us um so that wasn't barely anything compared to what i would normally charge um so i had to do the video shoot the editing of the video the graphics that they wanted for like banners uh, like a physical banner a leaf a leaflet design um, another like, a few graphics that I added into the video and that was alongside my sister's um, projects as well and then obviously the blueprint and my 95 so I've been in a, a constant phase of trying to battle that burnout and I haven't really had any time for myself since we started I haven't played any games over the last two months like probably at least a month I would say like which is usually something that helps me relax quite a lot because I've always been quite an avid gamer since I was young um, and I haven't like really watched any shows or read any books or consumed much content. So it's just been something that I've been battling with. And I've also been uh, trying to avoid looking at the, the stats too much. But uh, <laughs> ultimately, I, I'm going to look at it at least once a week because I just want to see how we're doing as well. Um, and I would I would have liked us to be going a lot further than we are. Um, but obviously, we're not. So like we, we have to be smart about how we do things as well. So... Like currently we are on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube, but we're not on any other platform, I don't think. Um, and all we do on Twitter and Instagram at the moment is carousels and promoting our content. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just like one piece of value over, over the whole week. And then obviously the podcast platforms as well. Sorry. So we want to work smart about it. So we're going to, we're, we're going to look into branching into different platforms, Instagram Reels, IGTV, um, TikToks, for example, YouTube Shorts. These are all things that are places that are experiencing growth at the moment. Um, and the the reality is we're not doing this for the pure love of it, you know? Right. We're doing this because we enjoy it, but we also want to make it a profession or uh, make some money out of it at the end of the day help people along the way of course as well but we also want to be realistic about it we're not gonna uh, be struggling artists forever <laughs> right um and we want to get to a point where our it is like we invest in our time and our and our money and everything that we're doing on our energy and we want to at least break even in, in all of those things sooner rather than later so we have to to work smart um, and the fact is, at the moment, we don't feel like we're tapping it into the appropriate audience for our content anyway. So at the end of the day, if you want to teach people, you've got to teach people that want to learn these things. Right. <laughs> so if we don't have the audience that, that we have, then we have to find ways to, to find those people. So we have to try different things and not doing one thing continuously and just hoping that it's going to work out. So we have to try different things and see what sticks and, and eventually... The things that stick, we keep on um, continuously uh, uh, progressing. Um, and with the podcast, I, I enjoy it a lot, man. I, I I find it very nice to just talk about things, especially like these episodes with us since we we started the last few episodes. Yeah, we hadn't done that since like episode two, I think. Um, like we we did episode one and two together, and then we had guests uh, for I would say like ten episodes, and uh, with only <laughs> the ones that you recorded by yourself. 
um, since since we started. So I think it's a lot more relaxed, but we're still talking about our progress and still talking about creative things and productive things and the lessons we've learned. So hopefully someone will take some lessons from that as well. Um, so yeah, man, yeah. That's, that's pretty much my overall feeling at the moment. So we need to, I wouldn't say cut our losses because it's not really a loss. It's just, no, not just at all. pause it for now and come back to it in the future when we feel like uh, other things are progressing and the world hasn't um, still stayed in lockdown for this whole time. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another aspect to consider that podcasting in general has just gone down the past year and a half because people are working from home. Like for me, there there are like two podcasts that I used to listen to all the time, every single day or every single week, depending on when they released. And since lockdown has happened, I don't listen to it. So I'm just going to assume that other people aren't listening to podcasts either. Have you not listened to any of them at all? None. Nope. Maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah, I haven't listened to it. Maybe like 20 minutes of like an episode, but I haven't listened to anything from start to finish the way that I used to. Mm. So I, I think we just, I, it's not, it's not so much about cutting our losses. It's about saying, you know what, right now we want to find our audience and our audience isn't listening to podcasts as of right now. So we'd rather take that energy and put it into somewhere else. Exactly. And then when people start listening to podcasts the same way again, then we can return back to podcasting. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is that now we've done 18 episodes. And when we start again, we're, we're not starting from scratch. Yeah. When people exactly. look at it. They can say, oh, you know what? They've been doing this for 18 weeks. So this is a podcast I can trust and a podcast that I can subscribe to knowing that they'll continue to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Every Monday at 4 a.m. Uh, yeah. we'll again. Um, <laughs> but so before, so I've got a few a couple other points that I want to touch on, but would you say that you've had much time for yourself since we started then? Uh, uh, we're both married. <laughs> we, we, got time, we have to have time for our wives and their families as well. Yes. And our I w- family. I would say yes, no and yes. Yes and no. No as in I've dedicated most of my free time to this. So I haven't been able to go play basketball as much. I haven't been able to do like creative work just for the sake of doing creative work much mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm working from home so like i do have a lot of time mm-hmm. i do have a lot of extra time because when you're in the office and you go from meeting to meeting like i don't i don't i don't like i can take like 30 minutes off from a meeting if yeah. if i know it's not relevant like when you know when you sit in these meetings where like 200 people and nothing they're saying is relevant to you well if you're there in person you're gonna have to be there Mm -hmm. but here i can just i could kind of zone out a little bit i know it sounds wrong but i can still zone out a little bit and then jump back into it when i when i feel like or hear something that's related to me Mm -hmm. like i i have more time at home but that's because i'm working from home i wouldn't Mm -hmm. say i have more free time Interesting. All right, cool. So I have a couple of other uh, questions to do with the podcast since we've started. But um, one thing that I've tried to make a staple of the podcast is is doing different challenges and uh, also having uh, icebreaker questions. So we'll, we'll end the season with three questions, but we'll try and Ooh. make them quick as well um, before I have before I um, touch on other topics I want to talk about. Cool. So number one, you can have anyone fictional as your imaginary best friend. Who do you choose and why? Oh, you know what? The first person that came to mind is Deadpool. Deadpool? What yeah. the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I didn't get to think about it. It just the first person that came into mind was Deadpool. It's funny because just before you said that, I thought Iron Man. Oh, that would have been cool. That would be cool as hell. He's dead, so. Yeah, but he's imaginary. That's <laughs> he's true. imaginary best friend. That's true. He's got personality. He's got jokes. And he's got his, you know, his Honestly, probably Loki. Loki? Yeah, I love Loki. He's, he's a bit weirdo, man. Have you, have you, like, obviously you live in a Scandinavian country. Have you, have you read up on Norse, myth, Norse mythology and stuff? Nah, not at all. Some weird stuff, man. Like Loki in, in Norse mythology, he's like, he like gets impregnated by a horse or something like that. Like he's got what? all sorts of, he's got all sorts of weird stories in, in Norse mythology uh, because, yeah, he's like, obviously in their mythology, he's like half, uh, half giant or something or full giant. So he's not human or anything. So he's he's got all sorts of weird, like I don't know why, but it seems like there's like some kind of focus on impregnation with him. That's weird. <laughs> That's really weird. Can I take it back? I mean, up to you. 
I mean, when I say Loki, I just meant the actor yeah, in know, Marvel movies. Marvel character, he, I know. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> I really like the way that he's acting. Like as an actor, I think he's great. I think I I think you know what? Uh, who would you pick? Let me think about it for a second. I mean, I already I already said Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey oh. Jr. is Iron, Iron Man. Damn, that's a cool one. Yeah. Uh, why am I thinking superhero? It doesn't have to be superheroes. Yeah, anyone fictional. Come on, chop chop. We got two oh, more questions. Man, come on, come on. Uh, give me ten seconds. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. Ah, this is stupid. You one. ready for it? Harry Potter. No, this is even dumber. <laughs> Gollum. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, if I, I'm gonna sing it to you, and then, then you guess what it is. No, right. he doesn't sing. He says it. Okay. Have you seen? Have you seen Finding Nemo? Uh, ages ago, so I, I might not remember, but yeah. There's a shark named Bruce. Yeah. Who doesn't Hell. eat fish. What the? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you watched the conspiracy documentary and now your imaginary best friend is shark. No, it's, shark. It, I, I've always found it funny that there's a shark named Bruce <laughs> who doesn't eat fish. So what does he eat? I don't know. I Tofu? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fish. Uh, that was bad on, but oh we'll continue. <laughs> what was the worst job you ever had? Worst job I ever had was I worked at a place where we had to call people in Denmark to ask them if they wanted to participate in surveys that they used uh, for like uh, for like mass surveys. So they say, hey, we we've talked to 5000 people about this trend and this is what the population of Denmark believes. So I hated that. Job. Call center. Yeah, you, you could say that. And, and I, I called someone. This is crazy. I called someone and she was like, uh, we get, we got this a lot. Like, Hey, I don't have time right now. Can you call later? And I was like, all right, cool. And I called back. If I remember it correctly, it was a, it, this guy picks up and speaks English mm-hmm. with like a British accent. And, and he says to me, if you call me again, I'm, I'm trying to do it in a, in a British accent. <laughs> if you call me again, I will find you. I'm like, yo, chill. Like I don't get paid wow. enough to get threats. <laughs> Like you dumb. Have you seen them that that guy on YouTube that uh, finds scammers and like hacks them back and yes. stuff? Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's the kind of guy you're dealing with, huh? That's hilarious. Uh, interesting, but uh, for me, I had I had a couple in mind, but like one was just really dull and bo- it had potential to be interesting, but it was really dull and boring. There was this guy that uh, he basically ran like this Lego, like robotics company where he did like workshops with kids to like help them build like, uh, like circuit, like Lego circuits. where they'll build like little robots and stuff. Yeah. And I had zero experience in coding robotics, anything. So these kids knew more than me. Oh, um, and he just randomly, put me in a workshop where um, like he basically gave me a bag of kit. He took me to a school where he was running the workshop and because he had to go to another school to, to run another workshop, he just left me there on the first day with no Jeez. training, no experience. And I had to, <laughs> this is 4 p.m. after kids school, after the school finishes for kids, uh, dealing with a bunch of tired kids, uh, just sitting there pretending like I knew I was talking about uh, in terms of Lego robotics. I'm there asking questions like, have you guys done this before? Damn. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. And it was, it was literally like three hours from like 4 p.m. to 7. And oh, and the parents started coming. I was so grateful, man. But that wasn't even the worst job. That, that was just a weird one. Like, it was so random. I never, I never went back to that. But there was another one where I worked in the Chelsea Football Club. Oh, well, wow. it was it wasn't as a steward because like stewards are the guys that like uh, with the, wear the the high vis jackets to guide mm. people to the correct seats and stop them from doing stupid stuff. But um, I was basically working in what do they call it when you're catering and stuff. Um, they, so all the food stands, all them stuff, yeah, uh, that happened in the stadium, uh, the, uh, um, like hot dogs, burgers, all that stuff that people go and buy before the games uh, at halftime and uh, at the end of games and. Uh, yeah, it was a Champions League night. I remember it was uh, Chelsea versus PSG, and uh, I, I was thinking maybe I'll be able to, uh, maybe I'll be able to um, watch a bit of the game as well. But yeah, I ended up working in this little tight hot dog stand, uh, like because they were like, "Oh, you're a Muslim, so um, I, I'm assuming you don't sell pork and stuff." Um, so I was like, "Cool, I'm happy. With that. I'm happy with that." So I was literally just in this tiny little stool that was really hot. 
for like mm. for like eleven hours. I remember it was eleven hours, and I think I had two breaks, and I didn't know what to do. I was just walking around. I just went to the toilet. Like two <laughs> breaks are like fifteen minutes in eleven hours, um, and and and. Uh, this was the first day on the job as well. And I was just knackered. Like, my feet were just tired the whole time. And, like, the whole time I was in the stall, it's just constantly, like, people coming up, buying hot dogs and stuff, and then walking away. And that was just, like, 11 hours straight. And I, I was just like, nah, nah, I'm never, ever, ever doing this again. That's not horrible. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I wasn't sharing, I wasn't in the stall by myself. I was sharing it with four other people. So you can imagine it was tight. It was like, kind of mm. sardines uh, <laughs> talking about sea spree here sea spree but uh yeah man i don't know why but yeah that that was one job i did that and then i never went back and you know what ended up how much i ended up getting paid at the end you didn't get paid no you know how much i ended up getting paid for that 11 hours well how much 55 pounds oh come on so yeah i was like yo i ain't never doing this again because i'm gonna have to do- <laughs> i Damn. don't know what that, that adds up to if i do like let's say if i do that on a weekend like that's 22 hours a week for 88 hours what is it 88 hours a month or something i I don't know what that adds up to probably 200 pounds or something i don't know that's horrible pay yeah what what was your most fun job then are we is there there pressure on us to say our current i mean we already said our current job but uh i don't think there is any pressure but i i would say my most fun job is probably this one because i'm getting paid the most (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have the most freedom to be able to to do other things, but also because I'm working from home and I have a lot of time to do other things. Right in between breaks, uh, like I can, like like you said, in, in meetings where there's like 200 people and you're not going to talk for the, like you're probably not going to talk even in the meeting at all. Right. Um, I can go, I can go and watch a show. I can go and make food. I can go and eat. Uh, like I can do all sorts. So I can play with my pet kitten, which is now chilling with me for the last four weeks. So that's a new addition to the family yeah a new addition to the family uh, he's, he's brought a lot of life into the house yeah i was, I was thinking he's gonna start uh messing around because just before i started recording he was using his cat litter so i was thinking uh, he's gonna mess around he's gonna be playing games or something my guy went straight to sleep as soon as i started recording oh there we go as a team player yeah he's a team player so <laughs> yeah man uh last question no actually what's your favorite job then uh well my most comfortable job is my current one mm-hmm Probably favorite, the job favorite job you said yeah <laughs> favorite job comfortable. uh favorite job is I, I was flipping burgers man i love that what yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not kidding man i love ray the burgers. burger flipper roots you, you know why you know because i designed the whole menu what yeah i i because so i had a family member you didn't know that no so i, I had a family member in 2016 reach out to me and she was like, yeah, we're open up a shop and like, uh, can you help us design the menu? I was like, do you want me to like do the, the layout? actual food or the layout? Yeah, I was like, do you want me to do layout? You're like, no, no, do the food. I'm like, oh, all right, cool, man. So and like, I'm like, people who know me, they know me for my burgers, right? They know like, okay. you're never going to taste a better burger than the ones that I make. Interesting. And I'm saying this knowing that a lot of people have tried it and every single one has either put it in their top three or said it's their favorite. This is such a shame because the next question is, what's your favorite meal to cook and why? But we'll, we'll continue from well, I mean, after, you, after you answer this. Yes. Uh, well, you'd be surprised by that answer, by, by that, the answer <laughs> okay. to that question. But so I was, I was in that restaurant and I was flipping burgers like crazy. And I was teaching the staff there how to do the food that I have put on the menu. <laughs> I was like Gordon Ramsay in like Kitchen Nightmares. No way. <laughs> like I love that stuff. Even if it wasn't my own menu, dude, I just love being in front of a grill and just making burgers. Like what I'm surprised about is they came to you saying they want to start a restaurant, but they want you to to design the whole menu. <laughs> yes, man. You know, you know, they had a restaurant. They had a restaurant already, but okay. they wanted to change the menu because they had like okay. it was like a small takeaway place, and it had like 140 dishes. And I was like, ah, that's, that's not gonna work, man. 140. I I remember it saying like you got rice dishes and they're like we do, I'm like it's on your menu. Why are you asking me? Mm. What kind of food was the main then? Like the main foods that they they used to sell? That was like pizza. It was like everything. They did everything. Like the they hell? had pizzas. They had pastas. They had steak. They had chicken. They had I, like I can't I can't trust a place like that. Nah, you have to have your specialism. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, no, no, no. When I whenever I go to places and I see like 
such a variety of foods in their menus. I'm like, this is right. This is, what can I pick here that's going to be good? <laughs> what are the chances of you picking something that they're actually good at making? You got 140 options. I don't know. I guess I, I just pick safe things when I see stuff like that. I, I pick the safest thing. Yeah, you're uh, boring. No, nah, no. Nah. When it comes to a variety of options in a place that I don't think is going to like come with the goods, then I pick the safest thing. Bro, I went to, like, when I was in Malaysia, I went to this Japanese restaurant and I picked the randomest thing on the menu, boy. And yeah, oh, man, what an experience. I'll, 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 have to, I'll have to talk about that another time. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, what happened was it's one of those joints where you cook the food yourself, like, the, they give you the grill oh, and everything. I hate that. So, so I. I'm there telling my wife, uh, yo, so it was like there was like some duck on the plate, there was like some octopus on the plate, like these tiny little octopuses, uh, and some fish. Uh, I don't even remember what fish it was, but this yeah, I like seafood. Sea spirity. Yeah, it was definitely good for these uh, I like I like seafood, innit? I love seafood. Um, and yeah, I was I was there like I, I let it cook for a bit because uh, the, the the flame was already on in it on the grill. So I was thinking, right, I just let it cook for a bit. And there was also rice in there as well. So I just started like dab like it was still really hot. So I thought right, I just have to let it cool down or something. So I, I just like dabbled with the rice a bit so i just like a couple of like teaspoons of rice and uh, every now and then i touched on some on some of the the, the fish that seemed to be cooked already um but then the the waiters and stuff like they were just staring the whole time and i'm and then i was like to my wife i bet you i'm doing something wrong here and these guys don't give a crap like they don't they just want to laugh about it often and then after like 10, 15 minutes of nothing seeming to, to, to change and all these guys just staring. This uh, Asian lady that actually, I think she was one of the waiters, like some older lady, like on them auntie types, you know, like short, like yeah. kind of chubby. She just came, like snatched off the spoon that I was using. I started stirring the food. <laughs> she started stirring the food. And I, I, I'm thinking, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> These guys are just staring at me, letting me poison myself. I don't know what salmon or poison that I got. But she, she was like, you have to stir it. You have to, you have to, you have to keep on mixing it. And I, oh, that was a terrible accent. I don't know why I did that. Sorry. Sorry to all the Asian listeners out there. Uh, but uh, I hate yeah, the she, restaurants where you have to cook your own food. Yeah. And then she, she did that. And after I ate it, I was like, what the hell? This is, this is actually nice. <laughs> I don't know what, what. That was just it was just a weird experience, man. But yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm safe. I'm, I, I would say I'm pretty brave with my, my selections. I, I don't like traveling with people that are really safe. Like I went to Malta once, and then my cousin, uh, all the places to go to to cost some some uh, McDonald's kebab and burger joint. Oh and, uh, my god, McDonald's would have been better, man. <laughs> no, I hate people who not who not trying new things. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, but, but yeah, man. What's your last question? What was your favorite meal to cook and why? What do you think? <laughs> not not seafood grills. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. You know what? Like every time people think they have me figured out, I surprise them because you would have you would have thought I, I said I burgers. No, nah, I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't. I feel like some kind of pasta dish. No. All right, cool. Go ahead. I freaking love baking bread. Okay. Like I love <laughs> making bread. It's so this therapeutic. The, this, is, this is the snippet, by the way. <laughs> I freaking love breaking bread. <laughs> Yo, I love it, bro. Sourdough, just regular schmegalo, like whole wheat. Uh, like I just love baking bread, man. Like toss that, right. toss that flour. You know why? Because I sucked before. I couldn't bake anything. Mm-hmm. And like I had to throw so many loaves of bread out or or like dough. Or, and I've wasted so That's much. Gonna be, That's going to be annoying. I've wasted so much energy, time, uh, ingredients, and it's just like now I'm starting to see bread that actually tastes and looks good, and mm. it's just satisfying because now I know like I've overcome one of the things that I was just horrible at. I remember telling my wife, "There's no way I'm not gonna break. Uh, I'm not gonna bake a loaf of bread successfully. Like I have to die before I don't do it because I'm gonna keep trying. I'm tired. I'm not gonna let like dough dominate me." So this- <laughs> I'm not gonna let dough dominate me. I'm, I'm gonna be bread, the one. My guy. <laughs> oh, I'm my. the one who's gonna be making the bread here. The bread is not gonna make me. <laughs> wow, I feel like you've been. I feel like you wrote that down. That, that monologue there. Nah, hell no. I'm just speaking from the heart. <laughs> this was... was one hell of a snippet. 
<laughs> oh my, interesting. So episode 18, we learned that Aram, I keep saying your name today, uh, Ray uh, is a master <laughs> bread baker. He also loves flipping burgers. Interesting. Yes, interesting. Uh, you notice so, like everything I love to do is not related to my job. Yeah. So what's your what's your uh, go-to dip? Dip? Yeah, bread dip. Like you must have lips. If you're like making all this bread, what, what are you eating it with? I'm giving it away. I'm giving it away. What? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I'm not eating. I'm not baking it to eat it. I'm baking it because I think it's fun. I'm just baking so much that there's no way I'm gonna have it all at home. Man, you a freak. I don't know if I can continue this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you cooking and you ain't eating. <laughs> nah, like it. It tastes good, but like you know what I. You know what I. I love just. I love. I'm a big fan of cream cheese. Cream cheese. Just yeah, plain cream cheese. Mm-mm. Good, good shot, good shot. But all right, cool. Before like time's running out, so I, I got a couple of actually relevant questions to ask. My favorite meal to cook and why? Uh, like prawn noodles. Like before, yeah, like it's just so quick and easy. And I love prawns, and I actually really enjoy noodles. But what I used to do when I was like in college and uni and stuff, like it, a very quick option, obviously, being ramen noodles in it. So I used to just like mess around with ramen noodles, do different. Uh, things with them, maybe um, cook some eggs, like some boiled eggs or something, or, and then throw in some spring onions and do some other things with it. And then, yeah, one time I was like, hmm, let me just try prawns. And it just, it, it, it banged. I, I thought it was amazing. And then I was like, all right, let me just use, use some proper noodles this time, like some udon noodles or something. I haven't got to the point where I've made my noodles handmade or anything yet. I feel like that would be really good. Oh, that'd be nice. It's fine because I made another uh, dish that, that's uh, native to my people, uh, Gramudo, which is a Somali dish, um, which is like basically handmade noodles, um, like mixed with a beef broth, beef broth, uh, or lamb broth, for example. And it, it's like it just it's just really flavorful. I, I love that's my that's my favorite food of all time. But yeah, uh, that's probably I, why I like prawn noodles. I know for a fact that sea spiracy destroyed your world. Uh, it has, but I, I feel like I'll, I'll reduce my fish consumption for sure, but I won't totally cut it out. I don't, I don't think it's fair on the consumer to have to cut everything out because of the mass. So yeah. So, yeah, man, um, those are our favorite meals, the workshops we've had, and our fictional minority friends, Steve uh, Bruce the Shark uh, yes. for Ray here. Uh, okay, so what's your favorite episode that we've done so far? I have different answers for this. I can't no, give you one. I you can't give answer. you. I can't give you. Okay, I'll give you, you one answer. answer that 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 includes all all of them. Yes. Okay, so I have different favorite episodes for different reasons. I think uh, I'll start with some of the earlier ones, the ones that I did alone, not because I enjoyed <laughs> making them, because I, I absolutely hated you it. Cut ties today, huh? I. I <laughs> You know what? The, the ones where I uh, didn't have you around, I loved those ep- that episode. Wow. Nah, just the reason why I put that in my favorites, it's because I think it was a tipping point for us. Where it was a it was an, a tipping point early on for us where we said, you know what, it doesn't matter what the hell happens to us, we're gonna get stuff done regardless. Mm-hmm. So even though I hated recording it, I hated doing the research for it because I had to do everything alone mm-hmm. and I had to do everything last minute. I hated the process, but now looking back on it, those are my favorite episodes for that reason. Mm. Another ep- episode that's my favorite is, um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's the one where it's just you and me. The first one that's just you and me. I think it's, yeah, episode 14, a retrospective episode. Okay. Because we ha- we went pedal to the metal for like, what, 13, 14 episodes and then here we got to like just breathe for a minute and say, oh, like, let's look back. Like, what the hell have we been doing for the past 14 <laughs> weeks? I think that yeah. was really a comfortable episode for us to record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think the last one is, where is it? It's number 11, selling filters to Instagram with Denver. And that's because I was kind of fangirling over the fact that we had Denver on because I've been a fan of Denver's for years. So I was going to ask the next question was which one who's your favorite guest that you've had on? So uh, well, Denver then. Yes and no. I think Denver was just like personally it was just the amount of knowledge that I gained from him benefited me the most but I think in general the easiest guest to talk to 
where it was the like where it felt the most natural i would say mm -hmm. is with sg posters which was mm -hmm. episode 10. Mm -hmm. cool what would you say what's your what's your least favorite episode oh wow you gotta go there you have to go there we're, we're being honest here um and i would say from the perspective of now it's out there you you just like this this is your least favorite <laughs> not the process not the content like What's the one that gives you the impression, like, uh, when you see that, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> do I really have to go there? Yeah, go there. I mean, I have two that are my least favorite. Two? Yeah. But one of them is, is the one that I did alone, if it makes sense. It's my favorite, but it's also my least favorite. Okay. Which one it's, is that? It's episode six, Adapter Die. Yeah. Uh, just from a sheer content perspective, I don't feel like it lived up to what I wanted it mm -hmm. to be. Interesting. Uh, and it was the first time I was scrambling last minute to get something done. It was the first time I had to do something alone for the brand. Yeah. Uh, so for that reason, I think that was one of my least favorite. And then the embodying the Superman mentality. I didn't like that episode as much as I thought I would. Not mm -hmm. because the content sucked. It's mm -hmm. just because the, the conversation went a totally different direction than I had expected. And mm. it just ended up I like every, all the preparations that I had done for it. It just went out the window because everything that I prepared was answered within like the first five minutes. Mm. And then the conversation went a different direction. I was like, oh, mm. all right. Yeah, it's interesting because you, we haven't spoken to any of these people before at all. Apart from I've spoken to Zoo. I, I've spoken to I've three of the guests that I've brought on. Uh, like I've spoken to Zoo in person. I've met him in real life, obviously. Another one was Lazy Panda. I, I know him, um, and I've also spoken to obviously my cousin last week and um, one other guest that I don't remember. But yeah, for you, a lot of these guests were were totally new to you. I'd say. Yeah, I, I mean, I I know Phil. Uh, yeah. Episode three, personally, yeah. and, I, and I've spoken to Zoo as well, and also I've spoken to the guys at Lime Studios a few times yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, for, for for both of us, a lot of them were first like telephone conversations for, uh, or voice voice conversations, and uh, we don't know how they're gonna like hold their own. Um, right, that's a weird way of saying it, but it is a fact for me because it's not a comp competition, but to make a good episode, everyone in the episode has to hold their own in a balanced way. Mm. And that's what makes a podcast worth listening to for me. Um, the, the, the hosts have to be able to balance their own uh, personalities with the guests and bring the guests in when it's appropriate and step back when it's appropriate. Right. I feel like we've like built up a good level of that. Sometimes I feel like I have to still talk a bit too much, but um, that's just my style in general. I don't think that will ever change. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, in terms of um, so I understand that, that I, I, I kind of agree because what we do is we have our WhatsApp chat in the, in the background and every now and then we're, we're sending each other messages in the background saying uh, we're, we're running out of time or have you got any other questions to ask? <laughs> right. So um, we've had to, to deal with that a lot this season, I would say, um, but we've learned to deal with it more. I feel like that's been less and less uh, uh, as, as we've progressed uh, every episode, you know, right? Uh, I thought that would be. I thought the the thing is, I thought we'll we'll like run out of questions to ask as we do more and more guests because I, I was like, maybe like all the questions or topics we cover, all the guests would have covered them by now. But mm. like every episode, everyone's still giving their different perspective, perspectives so, and like their different stories, so it's always interesting. Uh, so it's funny. So my initial expectation of us running out of content hasn't happened. I feel like we've we've being able to speak more freely as we've continu continued um, yeah, for and sure. be, like being a bit more versatile about the kind of guests we have on as well which is something that i enjoy um my favorite episode of all time uh will just be very straightforward i would say i'm gonna i'm not gonna be as um gray as Aaron. i'll be as ray i'm not gonna be as gray, gray as ray here uh i'll say from a black and white perspective episode four was my favorite episode and had my favorite guest because I've never spoken to a psychotherapist before. And dealing with self-doubt is a big, big topic. And she just gave so many different solutions and so many different answers. And she's just so easy to talk to as well. Right. That was a good episode. So, like, that one and SG posters might be the episodes where they're the most easy people to talk to from right. start to finish. Right. 
like the languages one was good because I felt like he had a lot of passion to talk about <laughs> learning languages cool and stuff. Talk to, I enjoyed talking to him a lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, some guests, like you've got to prompt them a bit and, and push them a bit. Uh, and obviously that some of them aren't comfortable being on a podcast. So yeah, this one actually got like Jody had her own podcast. Uh, so yeah, I felt like she was very easy to speak to. And right. since then, I've also done another session with her where um, I kind of talked about my phone call anxiety. Um, and I, I recorded it for a video that I'm recording, which I said that I would have out in the beginning of March, but it is now April. So <laughs> I am definitely procrastinating on that. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, uh, my least favorite. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That's a tough one. I can't. You have I to. Feel like, I feel like it's the first episode for some reason. Oh, come on. That's a cop out. Nah, I ain't a cop out. That's I a cop like out. We were feeling our way through things still. like I, I don't feel like we were very solid in the first episode. We kind of talked about things, but there wasn't any real content in there. Come uh, on. Right, Pick another all right, one. All right, cool. <laughs> that's he's a cop out. Okay. I could have said my intro was my favorite. Like That's a cop out answer. All right, all right, cool. I, I always get onto you about comment answers, so I'll, uh, I'll think about it here. All right, so episode three, episode four. What a politician. Uh, episode six and seven, because I read them by himself. Uh, I'm playing. Episode, <laughs> episode, I would say episode 15, because, for, oh, mainly yeah. because I did kind of waffle a lot about the NFTs thing. Uh, I still have a strong opinion about that, but I waffled quite a lot, and I would have liked to have done had more time to do more research around that. So I don't like to to like I did title it explained by a total novice, but I still wouldn't like to come across as a total novice when I'm explaining things. Cause it's, it's not fair on the topic itself, right? It's like you're not giving you're not doing enough research to justify your opinion, you know. And I feel like my opinion is still the same because there's still a huge like carbon footprint around it, and I still feel like it's, it's a huge. Um, like trend of just like art collection like from an art perspective i still feel like you can we can avoid that until like the proof of um well the proof of ownership uh, 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 solutions change in the whole nft world so they're saying that they're gonna change to a proof of stake concept uh, model which will happen in the near future they expect but until that happens there's still the world is still actively being affected you know what i'm gonna be the villain today why do you say today? Well, I'm going to be villain well, again. No, you've always been the villain. <laughs> I'm going to be the villain again, and I'm going to ask you a question so you can answer it in a way that I wanted you to answer. Okay, go on. Who was your least favorite guest? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Who's your favorite guest? Who's your least favorite guest? Let's go. I already said Judy. Okay, who's your least Judy. favorite? <laughs> I enjoy uh, this. Let's see. Hmm. Yes. Nah, man. You're telling me it's like who's <laughs> your least favorite child? <laughs> I'll pick one. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't you like picked you. Her, but that's that's the impression you had as soon as you, we we released the episode and you said that straight away. Yeah. I, I haven't had one like that. I don't know because I, I thought, said that while we were recording. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think you said that like directly after we ended the recording. But I, I've I've. Because I wanted to talk to all these people. <laughs> Look at you, so, politicians here. Um, but like, you can't really get me to answer that. Uh, <laughs> no, say, you don't have to answer it. You be, you could be a hero. I'll be the villain. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't know. I wanted to talk to all these people. Like, I understand. Like over the years, like I was, I used to be very socially anxious and awkward as well. So I've kind of developed that over the years. Like to try and understand that the fact is, not everyone's gonna have the same conversational style and. You have to be comfortable with awkward silences and you have to be comfortable with the fact that things might not flow all the time, but you have to find a way to make it flow if you're a podcastist. Um, Did you really uh, want to talk about color grading? I wanted, I, bro, I, I was like, this guy said it in filters to Instagram. I want to talk to him. Yeah, why not? Okay, fair enough. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I'm pushing for you to say someone was your least favorite. I, I would say in parts for the Denver Riddle one, there was like, I, I felt like I wasn't, like i'm not a filmmaker so that part where you were like i'm finally talking to someone where that, that understands all this i was like i'm a bit of an outsider here. i even said that in the in the episode i think yeah but at the end of the day i still felt like he had we had like pretty good chemistry with him he's very easy to talk to and relaxed it was great and like, yeah. like we had some funny icebreaker questions as well like we talked about going back in time and stuff um and i i told i confessed about my um 
for historian said, but yeah, man, I can't say that, so I'm not gonna, I'm not answer your question. Sorry. <laughs> All right, correct, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this podcast. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. So I enjoyed this podcast. I enjoy hosting it and having different guests on. Um, I really appreciate all the listeners that have been supporting us from start to finish. Yes. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, I, I I do too. With it. I, when I say it's my least favorite episode, it's not because I didn't like the guest. <laughs> like I said, I I, I think yeah. it was a cool guest. It's just like the prep that I did was just useless, and then it become became harder for me to get it done because I had to wing it. Yeah, absolutely agreed uh, i understand from that perspective I, I kind of agree because when all your plans are <laughs> thrown out yeah freestyling is difficult um, oh yeah especially if you want to make meaningful content right um, so yeah that's it from me all my questions asked so uh when do people get to see us or hear us again here we'll see we'll see I, I, we won't have a specific date in mind at the moment because we don't want to pressure ourselves we want to make sure that we come back in an organic way the same way we launched we launched with a, a goal in mind and we had an idea in mind and we wanted to just continue it um Guys, such we, a had, we had we had ideas in mind we recorded episodes before we even launched um and then eventually we decided we'll launch on december the 1st 2020 um and that worked out for us i feel like we did a good job yeah so i feel like it was a good way of doing it and i would like to do that again um but hopefully this time when we do return we'll do it in video format as well so yes sir i think uh, i think it's nice to, to to get a little break from this but i'm i'm looking forward to returning mm-hmm. agreed so yeah, um, that's it from us. Thank you very much for listening, and yeah, keep an eye out for us on YouTube. Obviously, we're always gonna be there. Um, yeah, we're not taking a break from YouTube. Yeah, YouTube stays, and yeah, find us on our on our IGs, Raymond Roots and Mi underscore Visuals. So yeah, uh, that's been us. Thank you very much for listening and supporting us from start to here. Uh, thank you to all the guests who came on. If any of them are listening, um, hopefully they are <laughs> one or two at least. But yeah, man. Um, Keep up the good work from all you guys, all you creators that are struggling through this pandemic and stay positive, stay healthy, stay strong. And we'll see you in the next episode of the season. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Blueprint Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you tell a friend and stay tuned for the next one. Peace.